What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Hindsightless, the sporadic podcast where I talk about life, role-playing games, or whatever else might be running around inside of my head. But mostly role-playing games, because in role-playing games, you can take cryptids from the real world and put them in your fantasy games. Yeah, so today's just going to be a little hodgepodge of stuff. I'm going to talk about some of the new stuff I've been getting into lately, uh, some of the games I've played, take a couple calls from Jason, you know, just kind of a chill out episode, no big topic, no big theme or anything like that. So yeah, let's, let's get into it. Let's hear what I got to say about what I've been up to lately. What have I been up to? Well, actually kind of quite a bit of new stuff lately which is pretty awesome so let's let's talk about it last night at time of recording i played in my first ever game of boot hill run by the amazing jason connerly and it was fucking it was awesome dude uh carl was in it the geomologist and joe salvador of raven god games it's one of the very 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 early role-playing games like maybe the second or third one ever out i don't know i'm not a historian but it was super super fun uh we all it's a it's a western game a cowboy game and we all kind of fell into just that southern kind of cowboy draw like oh you god dang little whippersnapper uh go ahead and draw kind of just naturally and it was it was just so much fun man we had a blast i played a character named chester redfield um carl played william the kid who was like a young little 16 year old still wet behind the ears gunslinger uh and joe played a guy named clay i can't remember his last name right now um and yeah, we had this awesome little scenario that kind of ran us through all the different little mechanics of Boot Hill, which is it's just a fun, simple, kind of badass little system, man. Uh, the hand to hand fighting stuff was really, really cool. You picked whether you were going to do like a punch or a kick or if you wanted to kind of grapple the person because we got in a bar fight, of course. Um and so then you would just roll 2d10 and look at what you add those two numbers together and look at what the result was. And that's what you ended up doing. Sometimes it'd be a jab or a hook or it got blocked or you missed and it would deal damage penalties. And so it was just awesome. It was a fun, 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 fun little system. And I hope we get to play again someday uh, because it's it's just a cool system, man. I really liked it. Like I said, that was my first ever experience with Boot Hill and my first ever experience with a like Western style cowboy game. So yeehaw! <laughs> what else? Well, uh, lately, <laughs> over the past few weeks, I've really been diving into these two specific YouTube channels, um, which both the, on each channel both their videos are usually over an hour long they are the channels are run by two different but very similar people they are both these very earnest sincere dedicated dudes who go out into rural places in North America and interview people who have seen and had Sasquatch experiences. 
And then these two dudes, independently of each other, will go out and they'll camp out and they'll set up all this audio equipment and like infrared cameras and trail cameras. And they'll, like I said, they'll camp out and there'll be a lot of whispering at night into the camera because they hate, think they hear something. And it's very nice and soothing and very ASMR-y and I like it. But yeah, like... <laughs> Then they'll play back these recordings and you'll hear like a tree branch snap and they're like, there it was, there it was. And you're like, yes, dude. And they, they edit the, they edit the videos to have all this awesome dramatic music. And like I said, these dudes are so sincere and earnest, man. I can't help but love it. I I just wish someone would pay. I don't know where they're getting the money to do this kind of stuff. You know, they go out camping for like a week with all this very expensive equipment. It's like, where the hell are you getting that money? Somebody should pay me to go do the weird stuff that I'm into. I'd be super down for that. But I just love it. They're, <laughs> the channels are called, uh, what is it? I think it's Small Town Monsters is one. And then Sasquatch Theory is the other one. And they're just, they are they are brilliant. <laughs> They're absolutely brilliant. You can't find a more sincere YouTube channel than this. They they are totally serious, super invested, and I just love it. Like Sasquatch, Bigfoot, that's the one sort of cryptid I most I think most if any of them were to exist, which I hope they all exist, because the world would be a better place with all the cryptids in it. A thousand percent better place. Um, if we had real monsters in the world, humans would get along better. That's, that's just a fact. <laughs> that's why I always said we need alien invasion to bring everybody together. But anyway, um, yeah, so I, you know, I, I, I think Sasquatch could be out there and the argument of we would have found him if it, if we would have found it, if it was out there. No, I don't think so. America and Canada are freaking huge, full of wide open, heavily wooded areas like I don't think we would find them. That we're we're discovering new species every day, um, you know. And if you look at like the history of Europeans coming across gorillas for the first time, it was centuries from the time they started hearing about gorilla that there were these huge hairy monsters in the jungles uh, until they actually saw them with their own eyes. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know, you know, I, 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 I'm not saying Bigfoot exists. I'm just saying if any of them do, it's probably Bigfoot. And I wouldn't be shocked if Bigfoot was real. That would not shock me. Now, if like someone came to me and was like, Mothman is real, I'd be like, mm, <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Again, I hope Mothman is real. I love Mothman. But yeah, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of don't think so, man. But I've been doing that. And then I recently um, I recently started reading a Clive Barker book that I read for the first time probably, shit, I don't know, 15 years ago, maybe a little longer. And I haven't read it since then. And it's your typical awesome Clive Barker book about uh, an eighth grade girl in Minnesota named Candy Quackenbush and her crazy adventures in the other world. <laughs> you know, typical Clive Barker stuff. <laughs> the book is called Aberat. I've read the first two books. I guess there's six books, I think, in the series. But the I don't remember the second one at all. But this first book, reading it again, <clears throat> 
things are starting to come back to me. And this book is amazing. It's like Wizard of Oz meets Alice in Wonderlands meets a sheet of LSD meets like Charles Manson. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a YA book, a young adult book. It reads super fast. Like I read the first 20 chapters in a day, like super, super fast. And it's just really cool. It's super, super imaginative and evocative and, just all the images and imagery are just these fantastical dreamlike crazy things. Uh, she just had a meeting with a group of people playing a game of cards, like poker or something sitting around a table floating on the ocean. Um, and the table was also alive and the table ran away after a while. Cause it was annoyed that people stopped playing poker. <laughs> Shit like that, man. It's awesome, dude. Clive Barker just one day, I think this book came out in like 2000s. Um, and just all of a sudden one day he's like, I'm going to write some YA fiction. I'm going to write some young adult fiction. And boom, Candy Quackenbush was born. And I love it. I don't know, man. Like Clive Barker rules, but this book in particular is just wacky because it's Clive Barker and you're reading it and you're like, damn, this is Clive Barker. <laughs> I, I recommend it though. Like I said, it's a quick read. It's fun. It's it's an adventure tale about a plucky young girl who's got a shitty home life who gets called to the other world. There, the names are awesome. Like I said, Candy Quackenbush. There's a bad guy named Mendelev Shape. Uh, there's somebody named uh, John Mischief. Christopher Carrion, which is just the Lord of Midnight. Get the fuck out of here with that name. Christopher Carrion, the Lord of Midnight. Fuck. <laughs> That's hard as nails. Anyway, that those are the things I've been doing lately. Well, I guess I'll talk about the other thing, too. Uh, but maybe I'll do it at the end. Um, just stuff for Beyond the Wall and how much fun I'm having doing that. But let's get into some calls. We got calls from Jason and uh, maybe another one from Jason. And I think it's just Jason all the way down, right? That's how this works. Anyway, let's get to Jason. Hey, Joe, Jason here. Just want to thank you again for letting me play in your um, Pathfinder game, Wrath of the Righteous. We just had another session. It was a lot of fun. We managed to take out the second of two succubuses, so we've taken out both of those succubus sisters. Uh, we also took out one of those angel hunter, the orc, or I'm sorry, half-orc archers that were causing us a lot of problems. Now, Randor, my dwarven monk, has some boots of spider climbing, some walk on walls, which is really cool. Anyhow, the, the game's a lot of fun. I, I know doing the dungeon crawl thing isn't your favorite thing, and that's kind of what we're stuck in at this point in the module. But um, you're doing a great job running it, and, and I just want to make sure you know that and make sure how much I appreciate you as a GM. And, of course, all the other players who make that game so special. So just wanted to tell you that and i will let you go take care we'll talk to you soon thanks man seriously jason thank you dude i really really am happy that you're in the group uh you know woody laura and james and i have all been playing together for many years now and adding you and jules to the group has just it's been fantastic man both of you guys bring a new perspective new energy um you know, it's just awesome. There's more people to bounce stuff off of. It's 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 fantastic. So thank you. Uh, and thank you, Jules, out there for being in the group if you're listening. 
Um, but yeah, you know, you guys did. You killed off the Succubi sisters, uh, and you killed another angel hunter. Which those are those are a little something special for me. <laughs> those aren't in the book. Um, those are just. A lot. I was like, oh, I'll trade out these monsters for these guys, <laughs> which that was fun. Uh, but yeah, man, you know, running dungeon crawls, not really, it's not really my jam. <sighs> this group, um, yeah, I don't know that they love it either. I don't know. It's fine. And for whatever reason, Paizo, at least they used to have a tendency, <laughs> tendency inside Joe from Boot Hill, which we'll talk more about Boot Hill in this next call from Jason, but. <clears throat> yeah, Paizo used to have this tendency to throw big old dungeons in at the end of the second book of Adventure Pass. And I mean, granted, Wrath of the Righteous, I think the first book came out in like 2013. So, you know, it's 10 years old at this point. I I doubt they're still doing it in their new stuff and stuff for PF2, but I don't know. You know, we're grinding through it, though. Uh, yeah, I just... At least you guys are pretty much done with the first floor of the Citadel, except for the parties explored all of the Citadel, except for one section in the northeast quadrant of or northwest quadrant of the Citadel. Uh, They have not yet found the entrance into the lower levels of the Citadel down into the dungeon, which is where they believe that the thing they're looking for is being kept. So I chance they're good. It's probably somewhere in where they haven't looked yet. <laughs> it's always in the last place. Right. But yeah, no, it'll be good, man. Um, you killed off those sucky by sisters. That was awesome. And yeah, those angel hunters, those, those aren't in the book. <laughs> those are a little something special for me to you guys. I, um, I, I took out some monsters and changed them out for, yeah, for something a little more fun for me. <laughs> nice, man. But, you know, it's been awesome. I love this adventure path. I think it's fantastic. I think it's cool that it's almost 10 years old now. Um, and that we're, we're getting, we're getting there, dudes. We're going to finish book two here in a while but then we'll be done with it and on to book three and i'm very very excited for book three it's it's just a lot different it's going to be up to the party to decide what they want to do and when they want to do it and it, it's just going to be awesome and you know maybe i'll start reading book four <laughs> no no we haven't even gotten to book three yet one thing at a time one thing at a time <laughs> but yeah man thanks again jason it's awesome having you in the group and i'm glad we get to play a lot of games together because we also like i mentioned earlier just played boot hill together and that's what this next call from you is about uh so in the game of boot hill we ended up having uh basically some dudes were coming to break out a bad guy from jail they were trying to break him out of jail and we were there to stop him the sheriff was in the hospital or had just gotten shot so we needed to protect the town right awesome typical cowboy stuff so I'm up, I get up on a roof, we lay an ambush for these boys, and I end up during the course of the melee, course of the, not melee, course of the battle, I end up shooting like the main dude, the main gunslinger dude, 
once in the head and once in the chest, both with serious wounds. And according to the rules, it wasn't quite enough to kill. We thought it killed him, but it didn't end up killing him uh, because according to the rules, he didn't. I, I forget the exact reason why, but he took two serious wounds, one to the head, one to the chest and didn't die. So I was talking about because Jason had mentioned that the game Boot Hill has a very like cinematic cowboy Western feel. And I was like, yeah, that's very TV Western taking two shots to the head or one shot to the head, one shot to the chest and staying alive. So that that's what Jason's referring to here. So, Jason, take it away, dude. Hey, Joe, I'm sneaking a call to you. We, we, we need to stop our night sessions earlier. I'm too old to be playing all night, playing late into the night and getting up early in the morning. I'm glad you got to play in the Boot Hill session. We had a lot of fun. Um, so you mentioned on the Discord that it was obviously Hollywood because the guys survived. But I'm going to institute some with a serious wound, which is what that guy took. I'm going to institute some, pot, you know, I'm going to have some kind of wound table where, you know, he's going to have some permanent disability maybe lose some ability score or have a scar or something like that. So, he, yeah, he took a, a shot to the head, and he took a shot. To, did he take a shot to the chest? I think he did. And, and then the last one was the hand, right? But, we'll, um, yeah, so we'll we'll come up with that, and he's going to probably lose some attribute points, some ability. Yeah, can't talk. Attribute score, it will probably, those will probably drop, and he may, and we'll, have to, we'll come up with something colorful. So I'll look for that and incorporate that into the game. I don't know that it's 100% unrealistic. I mean, you've got, you know, people that survived crazy stuff. But because of it, it just depends where it hit him, right? So if it's through and through, you know, didn't really hit anything super major. You know, in the head, maybe it took his ear off or something. Or maybe, you know, I don't know. Um, or, or, or maybe it took out his. Maybe you hit him in the jaw, and maybe so now maybe he doesn't have a lower jaw or something. Who knows? Um, but I, I hear what you're saying about the Hollywood thing. But the way it works is uh, you have your strength, right? Most people, they're around 14 strength, so about 14 hit points. Light wounds do three points of damage. Serious wounds do seven points of damage. And for about half of the places you can be shot, there's a chance of a, mor of a mortal wound. And if you get a mortal wound, you're just dead period, you know, do, do not pass code, do not collect $200. In the case of Garrett, the gunfighter you were shooting, he didn't take any mortal wounds. So that, that's why he's not dead. In fact, you guys didn't inflict mortal wounds on, on any of them, I don't think, um, just by the way the dice fell out. So, Which is funny because in other times I've run that scenario, you know, somebody shot one of the horses in the dead with a mortal wound, they pull axe before poor horse, um, and, and – one of the characters got a mortal wound, and then I, I let that character take over the deputy, or that player, take over the deputy so they could still finish out the scenario. If there wasn't a deputy there, I'd let somebody take up a town, somebody in the town, you know, a townsfolk who picked up a shotgun or something to join the brave. But anyway, it was a lot of fun. I'm glad you joined, and I just wanted to tell you that and talk about that because I had a minute, and you're my bud. So I will talk to you later. Thank you again for playing. So as we've learned from Woody's call last episode or the episode before that and Jason's call just there, Google Voice has a three-minute hard time limit on your messages. Um, so that's a thing. 
But yeah, man, no, I wasn't trying to say I wasn't that wasn't a disparaging comment when I said it was like TV cowboy TV stuff. I, I meant that in the best way possible, like because you you had mentioned it earlier. I thought it was cool. I don't mind that he didn't die. Uh, and I especially like what you mentioned. Maybe his jaw got blown off. That's a very serious wound to the head, but, you know, might not kill you. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, Boot Hill is just awesome. It's a really it's a really fun system, man. It's a fun, fun little system that I had a blast playing. So I was glad I got to join um, that game. And yeah, the deputy, that would have been good. I was wondering if uh, Clay, Joe Salvador's character, if he was going to go down. And I was wondering what was going to happen then. But yeah, you could have just had him pick up the uh, deputy. So that would have worked. Old uh, old Chester Redfield, he didn't he did all right, man. Being up on that roof kind of worked out for him, so <laughs> he's feeling pretty good right now. Uh, but yeah, man, thanks again for running an awesome game and for your calls and for being a pal, man. Thanks for being a buddy. Um, let me let me get out of here then. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Bye. Yeah, so this was a fun episode, right? Some awesome calls from Jason. Talked about some gaming. Talked about some sweet YouTube channels. <laughs> I think it was uh, Small Town Monsters and Sasquatch Theory. And Sasquatch Theory is the one I've really been getting into lately, man. That dude, I know I've said it before, but he's just so goddamn earnest, man. If you watch an episode, you'll know. You'll see what I'm talking about. He's so invested in this shit. He fully believes and I, it's just, it's great. <laughs> it's absolutely great. Aberat. So this is the day after I started recording. So I'm deeper into Aberat now. And I've just, there was a couple scenes that I do, did not remember from my first reading. I was like, damn, this is cool. It, it's just, it's a fun ass book, man. <laughs> Candy Quackenbush is an awesome character. Like I said, she's probably like a 13, 14 year old girl who's just going around, maybe even younger than that. I'm not not quite sure on the age. It's it's fairly young, but probably not too much younger. And just as like she gets mad at people if they lie and just calling all these like super powerful people out. It's it's awesome. Uh, Yeah. If Jules, if you're listening, I think you would I think you would like this. what else? Yeah, just getting ready for Beyond the Wall, getting ready for that game. That's been really fun because I've never run a exploration style game before. And yeah, just getting that set. I, I found a cool map. And on roll 20, you can make the grid hexes instead of squares. So I just put up a map, like a world map, threw the hexes over it, and bango, there's your hex map for you. And that's awesome. And I'm just using roll 20 pretty much strictly for this just the hex map when they're moving around so I can like reveal areas to them and things like that otherwise we're not doing character sheets or rolling dice on there or anything like that but yeah that's been really fun doing a little bit of world building excuse me but not too much because part of character creation like I talked about the last time I talked about beyond the wall part of character creation is group world building and they have sort of like a gamist way to build this shared sandbox like they call it and 
I'm really excited for that. So I'm not doing too much, just just enough. Um, I also had a email conversation with the folks at Flatland Games because I had a question and they got right back to me and the dude was super nice about it and everything. Uh, so shout out to Flatland Games, Beyond the Wall Rules. <laughs> um, it does. It's super fun. And I hope, yeah, I, I'm just excited for this game. And that's that's pretty much it, man. That's pretty much it. Uh, so I'm going to get out of here for real now. I hope everybody out there is doing well. I hope you're happy and healthy and safe and sound. Yeah, so take care of yourselves. Take care of somebody else. Like, seriously. Things things are dire out there, man. Every organization is running a wait list. So if you can help anybody out, help them out. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's it for me, everybody. Take care of yourselves. Be cool. And I'll talk to you soon. Peace out. <laughs>